loser oh. <laughs> what's going on sorry i had an airpod difficulty damn bro i'm sorry about that um i have to wear regular headphones not airpods why i think like a like a latency issue maybe when, mm. I'm, when i'm hearing my own voice and then it has to go to the bluetooth and all stuff like there's a little bit of a lag maybe should i use my like big boy plane headphones if you want to feel more professional yeah but don't you know, worry. I don't think you need to. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that technically I'm doing the right thing here to make your job easier as the AV squad. <laughs> AV squad. <laughs> yeah, you little nerd ass bitch. Like you, you're twiddling the knobs. You wouldn't be anywhere without me. That's <laughs> true. Straightens glasses. I I agree. I agree. So you. Uh, uh, so I I heard in our text message chat that you you did cut the hair. Is that true? I did, bro. I went, I went, I think it's a two all over. I, I mean, I'm not, I honestly, I'm not used to it yet, but I'm not mad. I don't look crazy. I, I was concerned I was going to have like a, a funny shaped head or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know from a, a group chat that you shaved your head too. <laughs> so you, so you went from a three to a two, very brave, very crazy move. That Bitch, you first of all, my, my hair on top is, is done with scissors the sides are a one so it's like it's still mm-hmm. a pretty big shift yeah i think i, just I think look- they only do the top with scissors just to make you feel better about how much they're charging you <laughs> that, made my, that reminded me of um god i forgot what it was a it was an old podcast i did a long time ago but they're talking about Birdman and his he has some type of mental disorder issue where <laughs> he he pays some like he's he's a bald headed man and has been a bald headed man for decades. forever, yeah. And I allegedly he has his own barber shop in his house, like MTV crib style, where you you know you haven't made it until you have that. And then he has a guy come over and give him a a a mock haircut once <laughs> once a week in his private in home barber shop, and it's like a big thing that everyone has to play along with because he's you know. He's paying them a shitload of money, probably. That is, honestly, that story, all I can think about is how that makes me want to be as rich as Birdman. <laughs> to, to do something that stupid. It takes a certain level of, of income to do Birdman behavior and still be able to walk the streets a, a free citizen. Normally, that's, that type that, of stuff will get you true. locked up. That's true. That's true. And unfortunately, I don't think I have the stomach for illegal activity at this <laughs> at this stage of my life. Uh, well, how did how did it feel? Because you have more hair than me, as you've stated on this podcast many times. But you talked about your giant dick, and then you said how much hair you had. <laughs> so I would, I would just like to, I would just like to. It sounds understand. like the quarantine's hitting you a little differently, Chief. You okay? Hey, bitch, I'm fine. Okay, I've just yeah. been cooped up for 14 days. Doing you some know? little dick um, venting over there. Feel bad for no, you. No, I would. I would never take it out on my my co-host. Um, Absolutely I, not. I do have more of a of a luscious, supple, voluminous lock than you. That's that is true. It was it was like I, I did it out of boredom, pretty much. Like I don't. I, it was it was more of like I, I get a haircut once a month. I have my man, and it's a it's a and I love getting a haircut. We have a chit chat and you know discuss discuss things like like you do with your barber. But you know, he, he's closed, and it could be, you know, it's at least going to be a month 
but it could be many yeah. months. And if I'm not going to see anyone anyways, it just kind of makes sense. And, you know, it, my hair was not long to begin with as well. So it's, you know, in, well, in did, a month, did you, it'll grow back. I have a whole thing, though, because you get to your you basically got the haircut that your twin brother has. So mm-hmm. you knew what you, you you were not you were not risking it all the way I was. That's true, and also I've you know I was once in, in grade eight, so I do know what my head looks like with a buzz cut. <laughs> thank you, thank you for saying grade eight. Uh, <laughs> I I've never ever first of all cut my own hair. That's obviously far below me, and mm-hmm. I've never I've never had hair this short either. But I'm pretty with it. So like I said, so far so good. I think. I'll probably premiere it in three or four days once it's had a little time to settle. You know what I mean? Yeah, my um, my girlfriend cut it for me, and I was I was like, oh, um, you know, I haven't done this in a long in a while. Like, I was gonna, I figured I'll just have you cut it first, and then I'll give it like a, a shampoo and condition just to be sustainable. You know, use less hair care products. Yeah, of course. And yeah, she of was course. like, while you're down there, maybe just give it a little, like, give it a little scrub. You know what I mean? Um, like uh, you know, use use like some type of moisturizing face scrub on the scalp. Oh um, yeah, because yeah, it's scal- that scalp probably looking dry as the Sahara. I mean, it ha- it hasn't seen the light of day in 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 years because my hair is so thick and rich. Um, Damn, same. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit. All right, all right, dickhead. I'm gonna hit a dry rub. I'm gonna I'm gonna like like what you do to meat. I'm gonna do with my body, like a dry <laughs> scrub. You know what I'm saying? Get all that dead skin off. I, I'm gonna do that. I and scrub, take a I leg scrub my shit. I scrub my meat. Yo, bro, I scrub my shit, bro. Um, okay, we should call Ryan O'Connell, um, our oh, friend, yes. long, long time friend, um, legend of, mm. of podcasting, uh, creator uh, and star of his own show on Netflix called Special. Mm. Um, they're they're doing season two, or they were doing season two. Uh, mm. They had to stop because of this damn virus. We'll get the um, scoop. So, We'll get the scoop. Let me call him, and then uh, uh, we'll get the scoop. Yes. All right. Hello. Yes. What up? Oh, my God. Can you guys see me? Yeah, oh, we can. You can disable that, though, Ryan. There's a little video icon right next to the red X button, and you can hit that to mute the video. Okay, what are you trying to say, Jason? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Okay, uh, I've looked Ryan, how, how much do we have to donate before you start taking your shirt off and stuff? How does this uh, work? Forty thousand dollars. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm out of work, so <laughs> we only have well, tokens. Yeah, yeah it's, the price only, climbs every day, every single day. Every what is? Uh, how are you, uh, King? What's going on? Oh my god, babe! I don't fucking know. I mean, it's like it's cor- it's quarantine vibes, honey. She's on a roller coaster. She wants to get off, but she can't. You know what I mean? That's like, I, I actually really do know what you mean. I, I've never felt more like I know what you mean than right now, Chris. I'm kind of obsessed with you in quarantine because, like, like you're wait, you're a Virgo like me, right? Am I correct? Yes, I am. Yes. Yeah, so this is like this puts the troll in control for us. Like, this is not- <laughs> Ryan, this is Ryan, not- we're all Virgos, by the way. This is Virgo oh, gang. Wait, oh my god, LOL, we're all in such a deep crisis. Mm, oh my god. This is now about Virgo, Virgo quarantine only, please. Wait, I'm addicted to us being Virgos and totally fooked by this situation. Oh my can you, god. Can you tell me, Ryan, can you tell, can you explain to us and our devout listenership why 
it's so much worse for Virgos. Well, Virgos just, we really are horny for routines and Same. we're like, yeah. we're really horny for control in all aspects of our lives. And mm -hmm. so this is like, Corona comes along like from spring break, ready to party. And like, she's going to take all the control away from us and we're going to not know what to do with that. Do you, know you, do you think that might be, you know, when you watch like a movie or a TV show about like the power hungry control boss who then likes to be like sexually tortured or, or you know, basically become out of control? Do you think that is happening to us in, in a horror? Oh my way? God, you're like, you're reading my bio. That's so sweet, Jason. <laughs> oh I'm, glad, I'm, glad that I, I'm so glad I sent it in before the time we got to do this. <laughs> uh, Sometimes no, the um, boss needs to be bossed around, you know? Yeah, that's, that's very much uh, in our DNA. That is the Virgo way. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, I think I'm turning a corn. Like, I think the first, or corn, corn. Corn? Corn. I'm turning a corn. Uh, no, oh, I mean, it. like, I think the first week or two were, like, be traumatic because I went from shooting my TV show, which was, like, 16 hours a day of, like, being a psycho and, like, working nonstop to, like, truly nothing. And, like. Congratulations like, on season two, by the way. Oh, thank you. Well, we got halfway done, so, like, we still have four episodes to edit, and I think that's, like, the sliver of sanity that I'm holding on to is that, like, we still have work to do, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. We're still moving forward. Things are still moving forward. Like, work is still moving fast. <laughs> are you guys doing it? Right. Are you guys, are you guys editing remotely? Oh, honey, we are editing, editing remotely. It's this like, sounds it is very Hollywood to me. Can you explain the setup? Yeah, it's basically like very like middle school chat room vibes. It's like it's very like AOL. Speaking of on. speaking of speaking of horny, continue. I know, I know, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, no, there is. By the way, this whole like Zoom aspect and like phone call, there is something very like OG horny vibes about it. Like it's intimate in a weird horny way, don't you think? I've not. I have yet to Zoom. I have not zoomed once. But, but Chris, have you have you have been in AOL chat rooms and and done horny things oh, like that before. Of course not, Jason. Don't even bring that up. That's disgusting. <laughs> I would never. God, it, it, that is so offensive. Wait, Chris. Before we move on, where did you hide? Because I know your ass is not in New York right now. I know your ass is not in New York. Where are you, my elusive Chantuse? Where did you fucking go? <laughs> where in, did you fucking go? I know I'm you're in Mo city. I'm in Canada. I'm in Montreal. Oh you God. knew that. I think we no. talked about it. I don't think I did know that. Wait, you're in Montreal. Wait, random. What's like? What? Why? My girl lives here. That's why I'm here. I'm quarantined. He's oh in the God. he's in the poor man's Martha's Vineyard. An another. <laughs> Give him a wait, break. Another Canadian of that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Keep this coming, Ryan. Whatever, whatever's happening, Ryan. Keep that coming. Yeah, Ryan, I will hang up. The, I will hang up the phone. Okay, I will hang up the phone. <laughs> Ryan, she has a type. We know that. <laughs> oh god, I'm truly addicted with another Canadian mom on. Okay. So, oh my god. Okay. So, um. Anyway, what were you? So, so basically, editing remotely just means that like we're in this weird chat room called Evercast, and we just like look at the footage and like the editor plays it back. It's really monotonous. It's super tedious, but I'm like hashtag grateful for the work, and it like keeps my mind off of everything else. Well, so do you have do you have any Hollywood insight on production schedules? Is everything just fucked, and except like The Simpsons, some other corny like fucking animated stuff? Oh yeah, animation is probably like anyways, live, laugh, love. Like animation is like unaffected. They're like fine. Um, no, I have no insight, and I think that's kind of why like I'm addicted to this whole thing is that like no one knows what the fuck yeah. is going on. So you have like execs calling you and like like conversations, and it's like the underneath to all of it is that we're all just like sort of TBD, and it's like. 
I mean, I think if I was to guess, and this is me just pulling out of my ass, I have no knowledge. I would say probably we're going to finish, like, resume shooting in the summer. Like, I'm just hoping that Corona... Summer of what year? This year. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 I hope... My my hope is that, like, Corona gets bored and, like, fucking goes on vacation to, like, Mars or fucking Pluto in the summer. And then we can, like, we can get our lives back for, like, three months and then maybe she'll crash again in the fall. I don't know. Like, you hear so many different stories, but I have no idea. Like, do you guys know? Are you no? We're no. I have no idea, but I can only take so much. That's for fucking sure. Um, yeah, I know. I, I don't. Are you uh, glued to the news, or are you in your no, zone? Mo, no, she had to stop. I had to stop doing that because I think the first week that was all I was doing, and I was feeling like wait for it, depressed. So like I had to stop <laughs> doing that because I do think that there is a level of catastrophizing happening which i think is good because it forces dumbasses to stay inside and like not go to fucking runyon canyon right now so i think like i'm, I'm don't it, it, like, ryan do not attack jason on his own podcast <laughs> oh okay jason my little rule breaker addicted mm, i will die on you, that literal hill we call runyon canyon okay you know, By you, you know everyone, stretch is a bad boy you know stretch is a bad boy oh my god well jason i feel like you're kind of i feel like everyone on social media is like living their best quarantine life which like enrages me and makes me like steamboat willy because everyone's like <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> cooking and i'm just like exercising and like honestly like let's do a fucking push-up challenge and, like honestly this is like a really good time for me to be me and like connect with myself it's <laughs> like how well, are you I, not I have been. Uh, we we have refused all push up challenges, but uh, we don't do challenges on on how long gone. We're against challenges, and we're against bread baking. But I am uh, I am in the kitchen, obviously, though eating eating. Jason very Jason good. be Jason be eating good, but he's he sends our group chat an update every day of his caloric burn via his Apple Watch to let us know that he's not getting fat. Oh my god! Well, that that's a that's a real fear that's going on. I do like two crunches a day, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> Well, I know you're a, I mean, you're a workout daddy and we've talked about this a lot because I've followed your journey as have you followed mine. Um, But but I just, are you lost a trainer? Like in a Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. I still see my trainer via Skype, but it's like, (laughs) honey, we all know, we all know it's not the same. We all know. Player it ain't the same. I mean, body weight exercises, okay. Like, why don't you just blue ball me until eternity? Like, I like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? It's like. I'm literally like chasing that high and it's like chasing the fucking magic dragon. And I'm just like, okay, like, am I going to get off via exercise or not? Like, it's just like, it's not the real thing. I like, guess it's, it's, just it's similar to like therapy via Skype. It's just, I guess that one's a little bit easier for sure, but it still is. I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't like it. It doesn't work for me. Ooh, defiant. <laughs> I just, I just like need to, it's like a mental thing. I like need to be in the zone. The body weight exercise I think is difficult, but I've found that I just have to like do more of it almost. You know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's a 20 minute routine, I do like an extra 10 or 15 minutes and then I'm feeling a little more like gassed. Are you going on runs around the hood? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing basically what I'm doing right now is the berries every day. They do a berries on their story. And then yeah. it's, it's with band, it's with bands. It's pretty good. Um, and then I do, I do a sprint routine because our last guest, super <laughs> trainer Joe Holder told me to sprint to get a six pack. So oh, don't you already have one, Chris? I can never tell. God knows you'll never show it off. It's all very, very under wraps. We're very close, Ryan, but I wouldn't premiere unless I'm like Hollywood, unless I'm like Marvel ready. 
Why is Unless he? you're gonna go for a Kumail Kumail journey. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Like how, that's the only way. Chris, how many on. how many do you have right now? If you don't have a full six of of harmless harvest, are you working with a two or a three or? A no, four? it's it's more of a it's more of a four with a faint six. You know what I mean? Ooh. It's like the, the, those lower two are almost impossible. I mean that that's genetics. We'll say you four know what I mean? four on a ver- on a good day, Chris. Four on a good four day. Four if I haven't four if I haven't eaten or drank anything for forty eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like six packs are just like they just make me sad. It's like six individual teardrops on your stomach. It's just like, <laughs> That's exactly what it is. well. I do think it's mostly. I think it's genetic and food based, and I also think that there's just only so much a regular person like. But who who know. really wins with a six pack? You know who who really truly gets turned on well, that chick, much by chick, a six pack. Chick. Chicks don't like it, so as usual, I'm only appealing to men. But I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know if they like it. You know your much. demo. You know your fucking. There's nothing wrong in knowing your demo. There's I no- don't. But I don't know if dudes even. I mean, I guess. I guess they do. I guess gay dudes like six packs more than women on men. Yes, I think so too. But I kind of. I just. I'm not into it because it's just. It's. I need something to kind of grab onto. You know, not too much, but Jesus, <laughs> something. Otherwise, it's like quicksand. You know so Jason, <laughs> Jason's more your type. I get it. Jason. Yes. Yes. Good to yes, know. Yes. Good yes. To know. Oh my God. I love just podcasting with my two dads on a Sunday. It's like going to church. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I will go BMI challenge with you talking all that. BMI <laughs> challenge, Jason. Do you want to do a, we'll do BMI challenge. Oh, oh, I don't have, yeah, I mean, I'll do anything to beat you. Well, the problem is. You're not, you know, we're different because I'm more of an athlete and you're more of a cook. So it's a different, you know what I mean? It's like a little bit different how our bodies react to things. Right. But um, I, I relate to your balance, Jason, because like you're a foodie bitch from hell and like you love a good food moment. And so <laughs> also, you also love a good exercise moment. And I just, I really, I, yeah, Chris is way. making it sound like being well-rounded is a bad thing. I don't know. I know. Uh, no one is more well-rounded than me in this podcast right now, but I, I, I appreciate that, that. You are the least rounded. That is not true, Jason. I just don't cook because it's dirty. Everything else I do, I do. What? You don't cook because it's dirty? What are you talking about? It's gross. It like smells bad. You have to clean up. It's just not for me. I'm not so what, are you, what, are, what are you doing for food these days? Is your GF cooking? What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a great cook, so I'm good. Oh, addicted. Did you, does she cook you like little naughty things or is she keeping on the diet? <laughs> nah, baby, we on the diet. No, no one's getting anything naughty. If, if it's anything naughty, it's me going to the local the local Canadian supermarket to grab some bad peanut M&M's. Oh, that sounds yum yum. Wait, what is the what is the vibe in Canada? Is it like more chill or are they like actually are they rowing it out as well? I mean, it's chill because Canada is chill, but I can't right. really, I can't really tell. I think New York is just doomsday shit, and that's what I hear about the most. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and L.A. I mean, L.A. doesn't sound that crazy. It's not. I mean, it's so hard to tell because I think in the next few weeks we'll really get to know. But I think that um, how spread out we are will work in our favor. I mean, that's my hope. Like, we're not packed. We're, the density levels are not as high as New York. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I appreciate that, like, Garcetti got his shit together pretty early on and was like, oh, actually, we're going to lock this shit up. I think we, like... I think we locked it up right when New York did, but New York was, like, way ahead of us in terms of the pandemic. So I hope that actually will serve us. I don't fucking know. What do you What's your, what, what do, Jason doesn't know anything. What does your day-to-day look like in this? Oh, my God. Okay. Babe, it, like, waxes and wanes. Okay, so 
whole, like last week I was editing all day. So from 10 to six, I'll just be editing an episode with my editors. And then six to eight, I go on like a psychotic walk around the neighborhood. But like my neighborhood is like, <laughs> my neighborhood is like lit. You know what I mean? Like I, I live like Melrose and fucking Fairfax. So it's like, I'm having to dodge like 40 Vanessa Hudgens, like per like walk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's truly a game of whack-a-mole. And like, people also are like not respecting the space. They're like, they're just like, anyways, and it's like, I, I truly have to like be a psycho. It's like a game of Frogger. I have to like run into the street to like not touch anyone. It's just like kind of unhinged. Ryan, so, what, what type of person do you think is the worst at social distancing? I mean, I think, I think the fucking, Go by race, like Vanessa, please. Well, no, I think I think the Vanessa Hudgens types, and we we all saw the video, right? We all saw the video. Oh, oh I love the I love the video. The video was give me that content direct, like put it directly into my veins. It's like my heroin. I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's like like you know, we all thought Vanessa Hudgens was that way. We all kind of like had our suspicions that she was that girl, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. video just confirmed everything in the most Sweet delicious salvation. way. It was delicious. It was, delicious. <laughs> and you know that Vanessa Hudgens like has some poor best friend named Maribel who was like her yoga instructor like quarantining with her like Maribel's trying to escape but she can't <laughs> just no. like this is like no way to live like can we do something <laughs> about this Vanessa's like girls week we're like you're quarantining with me and Maribel's like wait I have a family to, I have like a boyfriend She's like no not on my watch we're staying in my, man- my mansion let's feel this like <laughs> That's definitely definitely right. what happened. They were they were all wearing the sixty jeans for the whole time. It was oh. crazy. Oh my god, no! But it was perfect. But no, basically that's my. And then Erewhon, I live three blocks from Erewhon, so Erewhon is L O actual hell. <laughs> like it's just like people. I mean, Erewhon's already like people are like emotionally unstable. But I think the pandemic has really pushed. So up is it? Damage. So it's going off. Erewhon's a fucking movie. Yeah, Erewhon is I Am Legend, but like <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's like it's like totally like like District Nine vibes, but like people there are just so lit. They're like you know obviously six, six feet apart. Everyone's in like trendy masks and like getting their fucking sunflower butter and like <laughs> it's just not it's not the look. Ryan, There's actually like, what one, one thing I've noticed is when I when I I've I've only been going to like Whole Foods or something, not Erewhon, but I, I think everyone does a really good job at social distancing when they're waiting in line to get into the supermarket. But then once you go inside, it's sort of like all bets are off and people are just one foot away from each other and there's no Absolutely. distancing going on. Yeah, and this is humiliating for me because I've I've orchestrated my life in such a way where I've never had to go to a grocery store ever. So like this is really <laughs> hard. Same, same, same. Like this is like I'm like Paris Holt in the simple life. I'm like, what's a banana? Like I don't I don't know how things work. Like, you know what I'm like I don't this is not what I, I was not expecting to like let grocery stores into my life and like no it's like total like non consensual grocery store vibes, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't know what to do with it. I like went to Whole Foods with Jonathan and I was like, what is cooking? Like, what is this? I don't understand anything. This, like, is, I had this to, like, is your Shit's Creek kind of. Yes, it really is my Shit's Creek. And like, of course, like, but then of course, you know, I always find the bougie grocery store where everything's kind of pre-made. And like, so um, next door to Tironi, there's like this new market that's like yum yum. Have you heard of it, Jason? It's called like, I, I forget the name, but it's delicious. And it's like basically like yum, fresh pasta, fresh sauces. <laughs> Like organic natural wine, like no one's in there, and it's like you don't have to do anything. Like that's that's my safe place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have that to spend a little good. bit more to to get that, but it's worth it. But Jason, are you going to Cookbook in Echo Park? 
Um, I I go to Cookbook in Highland Park, but uh, oh, oh, shots fired. Okay, no, it's no, disgusting. No. We we hate Highland Park on this podcast. I want to make a clear statement. Wait, wait, Jason, where do you live now? Because you moved out of that at Water Village Oasis. I'm in, correct? I'm in Glendale now. Glendale Oasis. Okay. Why are you? Why are you? Tell, why are you calling Jason's apartment an Airbnb listing? What the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm actually. Wait, you're actually in Glendale. I'm kind of shook, honey. Glendale, really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the new Atwater. You'll see in a few years if if we're still alive. I'm not seeing it yet, but God bless, I trust you. <laughs> no, Highland Park is the worst. I, Glendale, I really like actually, and the house is fire. I mean, that's the other thing. Well, it's, it's, it's no whole- West Hollywood. It's no Fairfax and Melrose. That's true. No, but I'm over this area, too. It's like... I'm I was using Fair- sarcasm when I said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> seeing Fairfax deserted is honestly, like, my hard-on, my thrill, because I fucking hate that shit. Like, everyone just lining up around the block for, like, John and Vinny's and, like, mm-hmm. the Supreme stores. It's just, like, so nice to see it deserted. Where Where would you... Where do you want to live, Ryan? Palos Verdes? <laughs> <laughs> He wants where, Los Feliz Mansion. Now that you're a real Hollywood bitch, where do you think you deserve to live as a as a like a real player in the game? Babe, I really want to live. By the way, this is this is totally not practical because you know my ass doesn't drive, so this would not work. And by the way, if I lived there during a pandemic, like God help us all, because I'd have to like parachute down. Um, but I would want to live in the hills of goddamn Silver Lake, babe. I would. Wow. Oh, season yeah. two hits. Season two hits different, Jason. You hear that? <laughs> season two hits different. Very, we like. That doesn't really hit that different, honey. I'm still in my fucking Melrose Place apartment. <laughs> no I mean, fucking way. That's a pretty great apartment. I've been to that apartment. I like it a lot. I know. I know. Have we ever potted before, Chris? I feel like this is our first time, which is really random. Is it our first time or making that up? Oh, I think you might be right. That's kind Wait, of that's insane me- because I've podcasted with both of you for hundreds of hours. I know, Jason. I actually was like feeling nostalgic the other like like couple of weeks ago at the gym, and I was trying to find our old Tall Tales episodes, mm-hmm. and I couldn't. Like, I couldn't. I don't know. My phone was malfunctioning. I, are they up? Can I still listen to them? Um, maybe I have to look. I I may have changed that feed and then just moved that feed over to this one. But okay. I, I probably, I mean, I have all of them on, on my computer. We potted for the first time in 2012, which was like... Damn. Yeah. I, just, we, we've known each other that long. I guess I knew you when you lived in New York, so that's a long yeah. time. Yeah, Chris, you and I have met, you and I have known each other for such a long time. We met for the first time at Mercer Kitchen, pause for laughs. <laughs> and First like, of all, I still go to the Mercer because it's eternally chic. But I know, no, me, me too. And I mean, I've stayed at the Mercer, trust me, I'm still on that Mercer shit. I've, oh, wow, it. he just flexed. You hear that, Jason? I've stayed there. That cost me <laughs> very much. I'm just saying <laughs> Once again, no. season two hits different. Season two hits different. No, you know what? It was one of those. It was you know I make historically very bad money decisions, and um, I was there promoting my book in like 2015. You know, my book that paid me two dollars, <laughs> and um, I was like, I but I felt very chic. You know, I was there to do book stuff, aka I had two events, and I stayed at the Mercer uh, Hotel for two weeks. It was two the most, weeks. It was the most psychotic. <laughs> You spent more at the Mercer in two weeks than you your entire book advance. This oh my, is absolutely ab- demented. Absolutely, and my fucking book, my book rollout was pathetic. I remember I had like one event at um, Power. I went. I went. I went. Oh, you, was, went. With you went. You went. You and my shooter Jim Parsons just on deck. 
Yes, yes. But I remember my publisher was like, oh, we can't afford to bring wine. Can you bring your own wine? And I was like, <laughs> L-O-L. And then, I, did I tell you guys this? They called me the week the book came out, and they're like, oh, my God, amazing news. Your book sold 7,000 copies the first week. And I was like, wait, that's a lot. Like, I don't think that's right. They're like, no, it's amazing. Good job. And I was like, okay. And then, and then three days later, they're like, they called me, and they're like, oh, my God, we made a mistake. It was 700 copies. <laughs> Still, still solid though. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Definitely fucking not. But the book—that's um, why. That's why you had to make the move from from publishing to Hollywood. It's just it, it hits different. It really does. Yeah, the whole I know. It's, it's really the only way to make like a real living. As would a you? Would you want to write a book? Or do you have any interest in writing a book again? You know, it's funny. I, I started writing something during quarantine, obviously, because what the fuck else am I going to do? And it's something I, I don't know if I can publish it because it's basically like auto fiction, but it kind of drags everyone to to filth, like it drags them to hell. So like, I don't I don't know if I can like publish it until like I have fuck you money. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like, like it's like I still have like, please, thank you very much money. You know what I mean? So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, it's so hard though. Cause you want to tell the truth about things, but you also don't want to like burn 40,000 bridges. So no, of course, of course, that's, that's my struggle. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know though. You understand telling it like it is Chris. You always tell it like it is on the internet. On the internet. I do. I think for a check, I would really tell it like it is depending on how big the check would be. But I, I think that, that writing books like that is just hard. You know what I mean? Like writing, yeah. I don't know. Like I think, my book was like dumb and silly and pretty easy. Yours was like your life, you know, that's like, right. you can, you and can only was, do that once. You know what right. I mean? It's like, it's all there. The material's all there and you have it to mine from and you do it. I think that something else is, is more difficult. You know, there, I mean, I there's something really freeing though, creatively about writing a book because in Hollywood, when you're like working on something, you have 40,000 cooks in the kitchen telling you what to do or trying to like mold it into something else. And I think a book is just a much more solitary process and you work with one editor. So like the result is much more pure. I mean, I've been really lucky with special where it's like, I've, I have like 40,000 studios involved, 40,000 production companies, but everyone kind of understands what it is. So they don't, fuck with it which is amazing but i mean like i've been in other situations when on writing assignments where it's just so many people trying to make it one way i remember i wrote this um this like teen comedy for a like major studio again and uh it was like a, a mean girls as teen comedy and i remember um i had a notes call with them they're like you know we think it's missing something um have you thought about writing in a school shooting? <laughs> <laughs> that's and amazing. Yeah, that's a like, great idea. You're like, I no, like, I haven't thought about that, actually. I yeah, I was like, well, my mind. yeah, I was like, well, totally, it's kind of a left turn. I mean, you know, this is a comedy, and I, I just don't know how one can recover from a mass shooting. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, but you can do it in a way that's not so, like, you know, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't... <laughs> And I'm like, I don't think you can. I think a school shooting is kind of one. I don't know. I don't know what the absurdist comic take is on a school shooting. Like my writing class didn't get me that far. And then, uh, so that was kind of the shit that you kind of deal with. It's just like insanity. So a book by comparison is kind of a much more like pure expression. No, it definitely is. I, I just don't think it at this point, I think it's very hard to reach people with it in the same way. That's the only yeah. issue. You know what I mean? No. That's the only issue. I, I don't know. How many, how many episodes is season two? It's eight episodes, so we shot four of them. 
And so we're halfway through. I'm fucking obsessed with the episodes. I think everyone's going to really like them. Um, it's not, well, I can't say it yet, but it's going to not be the same length as like last season, which is good. Um, we're going shorter. Love it. Yeah. I, we're doing, I, 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 oh, you got quibbies now. <laughs> these are these are five minute webisodes, so that's mm-hmm. really so yeah, you can you can only see them on Netflix.com slash cool. webisodes. It's it's totally. still on Netflix. Kind of getting back yeah, to yeah. basics. I love that. We've been booted off the main platform and now we're only on we're only on phones now. It's true. Can people can people watch season one right now on Netflix? Yeah, of course they can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. I don't know, they rotate shit. I don't I don't really use Netflix. I'm kinda anti. No offense Wait, to the feed. Wait, why? Tell me more. Just it's it's actually they've they've been pretty they've hit a run for me. They put too much money into trash stand up comedy, which I hate. But in the last like six months, they've done a pretty good job because Cheer was the best show I've ever seen. Cheer uh, was fucking incredible. By the way, I am so worried about how Lexi is handling fame. I really am. Like I like. Oh, Lexi's she's gonna okay. she's gonna die for sure. No, no, Lexi's not okay. Like I like there there are some people like Jerry will be fun, flirty, and thriving. Like he'll be like. Have you seen Have you seen Jerry on Grinder or anything? Do you have any gay stories? No, I have no I have no gay stories, but I assume that Jerry's gonna buy a house in Silver Lake before me. I'm sure he makes like a, I'm sure he makes a million dollars in cameos alone. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Wait, Jerry's gay? Some <laughs> oh. <laughs> pandemic humor from Jason fucking Stewart. <laughs> Uh, and the pharmacist was amazing, and this tiger show I finally watched. It, it is pretty fucking good. So you know, it's it's good, but it, like I have to say, like it left a really bad taste in my mouth. Like the, I think the first three episodes are like LOL, insane, like fun, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets so dark that you're kind of like, I mean, it's sort of I don't know. It wasn't exactly like the fun thrill ride. I also think that like people are wearing pandemic goggles in terms of their enjoyment of it, where it's like. Definitely. I think that this was not released when it was. I don't know if it would be. Maybe I shouldn't say this about my employer, <laughs> but like you know, I I, uh, I I really liked it, but I just I don't know. It felt very dark towards the end in a way that I no, it was too dark. Play. But I think it. I think that was what was kind of fun about it. Is that it was a true roller coaster. Like you went through every emotion of like fear, shock. I mean, when the when the good no spoiler alert when the when the hottie second husband kills himself. Like I know. That shit I know. was crazy. Like I did not see that coming. Like, no, I, and I also, was and also, surprised. and also that they had like footage. I mean, not of him doing it, but uh, off like, camera. The reaction, the reaction that footage. Was, no, it was amazing. I mean, it was like the footage you could not. I mean, the footage and the access that he had was unreal. And Carol is my fucking queen. I'm obsessed with Carol. Carol's, like, a, mur- Carol's a murderer for sure. Yeah, I, but I'm addicted to it. Like I love it. Like she's unhinged, but she's smart. And, like, I mean, I don't know, like, there's something about her that I found so fucking watchable. And then Joe Exotic, yeah, sure, whatever. But, like, the whole thing, like, post-Travis's death when he, like, literally, like, like flew out his mom just to, like, make yeah. him look good and then, like, was dumb with her. Like, he's not a good person, obviously. There's also, like, a lot of methy vibes happening, obviously. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's, that's the thing that I think is so strange about shows. Like, like even, even w- w- thinking about, like, the original reality shows and how fucking crazy people were, it's like, they can't show them doing drugs. So you no. have to just always remember that everybody's on drugs. And that's the same thing with Joe. Joe Exotic is on meth that whole time. Like, I you know. Can see it, or Coke, at least. I just know what that looks like. I think all three of us know what that looks like. 
I also so like, like I keep on thinking about Simple Life and how Nicole Richie went from be- detoxing from heroin and rehab straight to like Simple Life, and I was like, oh my god. Do you think that she fucking tried to cop while in fucking Alabama? I bet she did. Mm. Oh, definitely. Oh, for sure. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wait, these, tried to cop. these are the thoughts I have. It's like, is she like asking townspeople for heroin? Because like she went straight from fucking rehab for heroin. That shit's crazy. No, it's very crazy. No, it's I really also serious. Think that people forget that she like was a heroin addict. I'm kind of obsessed with that. Well, her driving the wrong way down the 405 is one of the most legendary Hollywood stories of all time. <laughs> Actually, like driving stopped. driving down the two freeway, Glendale's Glendale's oh, main highway. Oh my god, out. that she is was zonked out on fucking Vicodin driving the wrong way is goals kind of. Like honestly I know, like now she's rebranded herself as like a farm girl in Glendale, which I'm addicted to. I've always I, been I, a Richie stan. Yeah, me too. I love her. I, oh, I, I love her. her. She's so fucking funny. And she did all the heavy lifting on that show. Paris was like in a Xanax haze, like being like, eh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Nicole was like, okay, I guess I'm going to have to fucking work for a paycheck. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, she really did the heavy lifting. <laughs> Somebody has to. Well, do you see shows like when you watch it now, do you like know too much? Like, yeah. you know, like, do yeah, you, like you've seen how the sausage is made? Yeah, but I also, like, I think in terms of, like, scripted television, yeah, because I can see, like, I can see turns coming from, like, a mile away. Like, I know what's going to happen. But I think for reality shows, I think that, like, there's nothing's going to beat the era of, like, the early 2000s when, like, people didn't really know what they were doing. So then you got amazing shows like Rich Girls with, like, Allie Hilfiger and Jamie Gleischer. And then, like, classic. I mean, classic, classic, classic. You got, like, High Society on the CW. You got NYC Prep on Bravo, which was fucking incredible love um, that one too jason's I mean, like can i jason's gonna hang up and listen i think soon if we don't <laughs> oh my god wait jason are you not a reality head at all uh i i, I guess the golden age but you're you're talking about some we're going deep for yeah him. you guys are doing some rare rare b-sides that oh, I have okay okay we're gonna we're gonna pivot tell me what your guys' schedules are daily schedules because i need to know what other people are doing so i feel either less bad about myself or more bad depending on the answers please <laughs> tell us what time you get up and start listening to edm <laughs> yeah i was i was thinking much when you were talking about you know you know when a script is going to turn from a mile away i'm the same way with electronic dance music i know when that <laughs> is about to come so I, so when you said that i really did feel that uh I love when I love when you call it electronic dance music. You never ever show it again. It makes it so much more mm-hmm. funny. Well, you know, it's so cool. It reveals itself to be so corny. Electronic <laughs> dance music. It's so corny. I, I love uh, it. I, I I probably I, I, I have been rising around seven a.m. It used to be what? six. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so early. Well, I mean, it's not that early. I guess I just I. I like being up early. I like being awake when the world is kind of still asleep and quiet and I can get some more work done and clear the head. Yeah. Um, drink drink some coffee, have drink some broth, read some read some news, read some emails, do some fitness. And then uh, you know, do a pod. We we're podcasting 3 times a week, which is a lot. Ah. God, giving us the content we so desperately crave. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that you guys are doing this. I think it's such a good idea. And I feel like you guys have gotten some banger guests. Yeah. You know what, Ryan? Ryan, as the we have. And I think it's because he's <laughs> I think it's I think, Chris is I turning think into a Trump like character as well, which I like. <laughs> I think that You know, Ryan. I th- 
I think that look, we'll, we're, this podcast is going to be back up and running by Easter, no problem. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think that I think that actually we are getting good guests, partly because we're we know people that are funny, but mo- mostly because people are at home and literally have nothing else to do. It's like this is the prime time to be doing this exact thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, I mean, imagine, you've done a lot of podcasts. Imagine turning something down right now. Imagine being like, "No, I'm good." Like, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, Ryan, you've done a lot of podcasts in your day. You know that like the like podcasts are very fun. They're easy lifting. It's not that much work. But the the process of scheduling them and getting three or four people all to be in the same room in the same time and someone's running late and blah blah blah. Like that's the hardest part. And now that yeah. is completely removed from all podcasting. Just like, hey, can you do 9 a.m.? Yep. Can you do 10 at night? Yep. I know. All you got to do is call. I know. It's such a, it's so amazing. I haven't done a podcast in a long time, though. I should, I've been kind of in retirement. But Well, no, you, we had to bring you out. I mean, you were top of mind from, from the Honey, jump. well, I fucking got in, I slid in the tweets, and I was not afraid to put myself out there and say, book me. It's all about being booked and busy during Corona. Booked I, I busy. Couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> So what do you what do you do after we pod? Because you got eight more hours. <laughs> after we pod, <laughs> I will to kill. Um, so what do you what do you do it? I will then figure out what um, dumb thing I'm going to cook and put on Instagram stories, and then sick. Then probably eat an early dinner, and you know do a little bit more work on the laptop, which is you know there's not a ton going on. Get some emails going, and then smoke some weed and watch something on television. But going to sleep early, trying to get a lot of sleep, you know, just keep the immune system going. Maybe go to bed that. around 10 or 11. That sounds really dreamy. It's not bad. Uh, uh, and, and then do some home improvement type things on the weekend. Wait, you're, but um, are you with your GF? Yes. Uh, okay, chic, 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 chic. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that's, that's good. Can you imagine being songwell right now? I would be so sad. Well, mm. I mean, there's pros and cons. Like, there, there okay, really tell are. Tell, like, okay, tell me, because I, I don't know any cons at this moment. I feel like I would be going so. Are so you are you insane. are you core with partner right now? Yeah, 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 totally. Jonathan's fucking here. He's like cooking shit. It's like insane. He's never cooked anything. We we realized we had a pantry. We never realized that that we had a pantry. <laughs> um, These doors so, open. Yeah. The amount of the amount that I feel this is making me feel like I'm gay. The, the lack of I, I didn't know I had a pantry either. Fuck, mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. I was like, okay, because my my apartment is like 1920s, like old Hollywood. So there's like this thing in our kitchen that doesn't look like a pantry. Like it looks like a fucking I don't know metal door to nowhere. And then we op- we we opened it for the first time like three weeks ago, and it was a fucking pantry. I've lived here for over five years. <laughs> oh, this is so. This is like a Narnia That's closet. That, like you've opened a, a portal to another world where you can put cans of beans. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, by the way, I'm not proud of this. I feel like my my you know my allergy to cooking used to be like oh so interesting. LOL. I don't cook. Like Carrie Bradshaw, Vogue's in the oven, and now I think it's just like embarrassing that I don't know how to do anything. Speak for yourself, sweetie. I'm leaning in. <laughs> 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 like you could you could die on that hill. I'm 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 mask off, never cooking. That's just where we're at. That's just where fair, no, fair enough. I mean, I'm not doing it either. Jonathan's doing it. <laughs> so. Yeah, some people some people know how to live off the land, and some people know how to pay people to live off the land for them. Exactly. 
Exactly. It, it I, takes all kinds. It's, it takes all kinds. Mm-hmm. So are you, are you not baking bread either, Jason? Are you like, well, he definitely, are you, are you no, kidding? I'm not, I'm He's not going really insane. Doing, I'm not doing bread baking, but I am doing a lot of, a lot of cooking projects for sure. But does, I does leave your bread baking cook? to the, yeah, she does. Um, got addicted. The problem is, is that Jason and KK are both incredible cooks and it's like restaurant level. So it's oh. like, I think when I've said this to you before, Jason, but I think when you have those skills, it doesn't feel as laborious as it does for someone who doesn't have those skills. It's like pretty second nature for you at this point. Like you're not going to, mm-hmm. it, it's nothing for you to prepare a full meal of restaurant quality where for me, like, oh, like taking a bite of an apple feels laborious. Like I can't even mm-hmm. like, yeah, but Chris, I don't, th- I don't think you get like, I don't think you have a hard on for food just in general. I feel like, right. Have you ever been like, a? he food does, person? but he keeps it suppressed. Exactly. Wow. Like my se- like my sexuality, I keep it suppressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just um He checks a lot of I boxes, just, we'll say that. I just I like shut up, Jason. I like uh, <laughs> um Jason and I talk about this a lot. I I like restaurants more than I like food. Like I like the whole thing. I I Yeah, love, you love ambiance. Yeah, I love going out to eat. I love the whole thing. I like when things are good, but like I don't need to like that's not what food does not drive me the way it drives some people. Right. I eat to live. I don't live to eat, as they say. You you can yes. you can like driving cars without knowing how to put them together and change the oil and all that stuff. Yeah, but I also I have I mean a lot of my friends like because we're obviously you know inching towards middle age. This is what they're this is what they're into now. You, you know, like this is what people yeah. do. Like because it's a hobby and like everybody now, especially if you live in LA, you have a house, and you have a big kitchen, and you get this is what you get into. But you would, you would think that since Chris is such a, a kinfolk magazine kind of guy, that he would have <laughs> adopted some of these, you know, community based cookery um, skill sets, but not so much. Oh my god, kinfolk! Just drag him to hell, Jason. Drag <laughs> him to hell, Jason. We're gonna we're gonna have to talk after this podcast. Let mm. me just tell you that. Hello, wait. So, are you gonna be in Montreal the whole time? I mean, assuming you can't go back to New York right now, right? I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm here for sure. I mean, if I eventually I might go to Atlanta to see my parents and my my sister is like my mom and my sister both are in like medical field and they're still working. Like it's oh Jesus like, fucking Christ, and they're they don't seem like it's that big of a deal. But I don't know if that's just because they're in Atlanta and it's like people are called the China virus there still, or like what the oh, deal Jesus. is. You know what yeah. I mean? But like I talked to my sister this morning. She's had new twins. Like she has four or five month old like daughters, and I think that. She's going to work three days a week still, and my mom takes care of uh, pregnant, like underprivileged pregnant women, like door to like goes to their house, and she's still having to work because that's like an essential service. Oh so, my like, god! Yeah, it's pretty wild, but they don't. But again, like they and don't. And she's like, "How's your little podcast going, Chris? Is that going good?" Though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you and your you and your you and your tall friend are verbal shit posting. That did sounds you, fun. Did you guys oh, finish my. your article about ways to stay creative um, at home? <laughs> Oh my god! It's so true. I mean, it's like like this whole thing is like, I like being bored. It's such a fucking luxury. I feel so privileged. I mean, even more so than usual. I mean, it's like it's. So, I'm so fucking grateful for just like to have the space to be like. Oh, I guess I can just like focus on writing projects. Like, oh my god! Like we should no, all be true. so fucking lucky. It's it's yeah. It's fucking crazy days. What do you guys miss the most? Uh, the gym for sure. the least surprising answer okay what about you jason uh i guess i miss supporting local business shut up jason (laughs) shut up what do you what do you really miss you asshole i don't i mean i was um my girlfriend and i we were like 
walking a couple days ago and she asked me that and I, I really couldn't think of it. And I was like, I, I, I guess it's spending time with my friends, like visiting, yeah, visiting course, my yeah. friends and family. You know, I, I'm, I'm taking that for granted. But she said something really interesting. She said, I miss my ignorance. And I was like, yeah, that is that is very real. But, yeah, and that's too deep. That's too deep. But she right. Yeah, I mean, this whole this whole thing is kind of acted as a black light and like everything that we mm. kind of knew to be true, but have been have buried deep down. It's like she's coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, one way true. or another, she's coming out. She's coming out. And it's like, yeah, I just I don't I can't conceive of this happening. I can't conceive of a three month lockdown, even though I think that's what it's going to be. And um, I think the hardest part yeah is trying to kind of keep the motivation up because it's like even like i have these two things i have like i have i have to do work i have like these other ideas that i whatever anyways but I, I need to produce something and it's like everything i kind of do or want to say feels so pointless and i think that's the hard part for me is kind of getting over that like what's the point of what i'm saying like it's still it feels so mm-hmm. inconsequential i think you know? i think that's affecting yeah. all forms of content of like how do i create content that's not about, you know, this crazy thing that's happening to our world right now without feeling like a sociopath or, or I, a I think that, I mean, I think that's, I think we need that desperately though, Ryan, to be honest with you. Like, I, I, I think that's the thing is that it is, it is like, what's the point and how can I do this right now? But the other side of that coin is like, we absolutely need anything that's not talking about this fucking virus because mm-hmm. it's, I think that. First of all, the amount of people who are talking about it that don't know what they're talking about is mind blowing. Like the shit I'm seeing on Instagram is is truly demented. Like I know, stay inside, fucking losers. Like it's it's like <laughs> it's it's so. If I see one more like hot chick in a, in a cool sweatsuit telling me to stay inside, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Oh, like, I know. It's like. I know. See, seeing influencers navigate this thing is kind of my heroine. It's like, poetic. Like, it's poetic. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. So, like, there's a gay guy I follow on Instagram who I'm pretty sure doesn't know about coronavirus. Like, given, <laughs> like, given his content, I'm like, you understand? Like, it's like, it's truly business as usual. Like, fully, bit. like, it's like, okay, like, here's a picture of him at a waterfall, like, shirtless, and there's no mention of anything, and there's never been, and I'm kind of addicted. I'm kind do you of like, think, do you he's think like, he's all just these got the airplanes fire. are so empty. It's crazy. Anyway. Do you think he's got a fire backlog maybe? And he's just I, like. I think, yeah, he might be backlogging, but he also might just like kind of, he might be doing that thing, which I almost respect more, which is that, okay, um, addressing a global pandemic is kind of beyond my depth. And so I'm yeah, going to yeah. continue mm. doing business as usual, thoughty pictures, which I appreciate. I mean, I think all gay men are like two weeks out from just posting pictures of their, of their holes. I think the horniness level is so severe. I think like it's going to just be asshole city in two weeks. Just you wait. That's my prediction. How has, how has the core affected your, your relationship in that department then, Ryan? I don't feel like my sex drive is existent right now. And mm-hmm. I feel so jealous of anyone that's like, we're having lots of quarantine sex. And I'm like, that's must be nice. That mm-hmm. must be nice. Like, I'm just not I, like, call me crazy, but this uh, atmosphere is not exactly an application. <laughs> I think that's a pretty normal feeling to have. Yeah. Right. I would agree. But yeah, I think I you also agree. still have to maintain, you know, a healthy relationship Normalcy. in that way. Totally. Do you have but any like, ecstasy in a drawer somewhere or something? 
Oh my god, no! But oh my god, are you out of poppers? Are you out of poppers? Do you have poppers? (laughs) I never do any of that shit. I'm like, I have not done drugs in so long. Oh my god, I'm so glad to not be on drugs during this. What a what a grateful thing. I really, I I I'm not. I really wish I was zonked the fuck out right now. (laughs) That would make this shit go by. This is honestly, and you you might be able to relate to this. This is the first time I've I've been like, damn, pills are really fire. Like pills really are it. I mean, I have definitely had that thought because. There's something about just staying home that lends itself to just being completely pilled out of your mind, listening to music. You have no obligations. Like, it is the perfect setting. You don't have to do anything. There's no, like, it's not like you have to go to, like, a dinner, like, or, like, you have to go to a, a, a work meeting. So you can be high as a kite in your bedroom, which is, like, where the pillhead behavior lives. Oh, my and- God. It, well, it actually lives in a high-end hotel, but in this case, it would have to be the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It is like the perfect setting for Pillhead. But imagine like trying to get pills during this thing. Like I'm sure your dealer would have gone totally AWOL. I'm actually I'm trying to find a drug dealer who will talk to me off the re- like off, like anonymously about like how business has been since Corona hit. Because oh I my think God. It's, that is I, so I, good. I think I, I mean I honestly think business is probably up, but like everybody just has it's just very quiet because no one wants to admit they're doing it. Like the face if if it's face to face or whatever. So well, it's my, like my drug dealer has has the non touch just doorstop drop off. You can check that box on on, but, on the but it's, but I'm talking I'm talking about real drugs, not weed. Like I want to talk to like right. a drug dealer, drug dealer who's like I'm selling coke during Corona and business is booming. Wait, Chris, that's a really good idea. Like I I think well, if you know any drug dealers, let me know. I fucking don't. I feel like I feel like if this was, you know, six years ago, I'd have been like, here's my fucking Rolodex. But like I have a I have a lead on one, but we'll see if he'll talk. Oh but I mean God, it, I, it doesn't it doesn't need to be. Like it, there's no there'd be no reason to mention anyone's name. That's not the point. You know what I mean? I just no, don't know how is, smart they are to understand that. Well, because I'm sure that business is booming and I'm sure people are gonna are needing to escape like now more than ever. But like I wonder if like the pill there's like a pill shortage with like pharmacies. I wonder if like I don't know. Uh, someone, uh, someone that listens to podcast DM me uh, actually and said he works in like a pharmacy, like in a CVS or whatever, or Walgreens. I didn't ask where, but he said prescriptions for OxyContin and like painkillers have been up and people are like coming in to get them filled. Oh my God. That would be me. I'd be like, I'd like, I would risk Corona. Like, I'd be like, anyways, I'd like fucking just like raw dog, no mask, like literally no gloves. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, people, oh, I'm bro- people, I'm, I'm, I mean, well, if people are hoarding toilet paper, and, and you know they're addicted to shitting. They they also have to be <laughs> hoarding oxycodone. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able. You know I I want a six month supply of of whatever this pill I'm addicted to is. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be so annoying though, just having to like do the upkeep and like making sure you have it. That's the thing. It'd be such a frustrating thing. That's half the well, fun luckily, of doing drugs. Oh, I love counting. You gotta count. You gotta make sure you got what you need for the next fucking high, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but of course, of course, I would. I would. But my brain would have been like, okay, I'm gonna get like 30 pills, and that will last me for like the whole time. And of course, I'd be out after like 14 days and be like, <laughs> oh, you'd, okay. you'd be out way quicker than that. But yeah, I do yeah. think people are. I think people are drinking a lot. I think people are getting twisted. Uh, that was me the first week. I literally was like calling Domain LA and like getting fucking things delivered and being like natural wine, yes. And like that's uh, that's. Did you just do Jason voice when you're talking about natural wine? That's crazy. Ryan, what what time of the day would you start drinking local organic natural wine? <laughs> oh my god, no that that has been my drug. But then I had to stop because it was like me and Jonathan like. 
were just like polishing up a bottle of wine and then like and then it became like oh let's just have like three fourths of a bottle of wine and then it was like okay this is just getting weird like let's just stop mm-hmm. so then we stopped you know it is but it, i bet people are drinking more and not talking about it or like doing it in kind of a way that's like lol like wine time corona time you know what i mean like yeah there's definitely the opportunity to get away with it you know what i mean like as far as like attitude wise i think that people are accepting also yeah, ryan well, you what, mentioned d- domain delivery what what about sweet green delivery um i did do sweet green delivery well for the record by the way <laughs> domain doesn't do delivery but they do it for me uh, <laughs> you're like Must yeah be nice. I, excuse me i have a netflix show and they're like oh sorry yeah. so, so no, sorry you know, so right you know away it's, you know it's bad when you're in so deep with your local wine store that they're like actually we'll just bring it to you like literally like it's not a badge of honor it's like <laughs> it's like yeah jason i was about to say Somebody calling a wine store in LA and saying they have a Netflix show is literally like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, that's like, oh, not, that's like literally, you can't bring the line forms of the left. Give me a <laughs> like, I think we, I think we all got Netflix shows during the course of this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. No, but like, uh, but yeah, no, Sweet Green, I did once, but then I got kind of freaked out by the salad bar of it all. I don't mm-hmm. know if you work with it. No, I um I haven't done delivery for it in the in the core, but I think it, I mean I'm sure I'll be doing it soon. But yeah, I know have what you, you mean support, about the have, you been, have you been supporting local businesses and ordering food online for delivery or pickup? I I did ah. a pickup last night at a local place. Yes. Yeah, Wait, where'd you go? What what place? Hail Mary Pizza Place. Oh in my god, that place is so. It's fun. so good. Good. So good. Wait, so good. Wait. Wait, Chris, were you saying it's so good? Did you have pizza? I'm confused. Right? Wait, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, I had a cheat day with when Jason bought me my well myself and Yimmy Yeo. We all three of us went to go see Casey Musgraves together. Wait, are you okay? First of <laughs> all, I'm addicted. Okay. Before before we went, I took the squad to Hail Mary for a meal uh, because Jason paid for the ticket, so I, I took everyone for dinner. I don't know what the fuck Yeo did, but we'll figure that out later. <laughs> He was there for 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 us to get more guys at the show, I guess. Yeah, I know. It was for us to make fun of an Australian to his face instead of on the on the, <laughs> on the phone, you know. Wait, but Hail that, Mary is truly some of the best pizza in Los Angeles. It's so fucking good. It's good. And also, I've, the I've been other going there since it opened. It's great. The appetizers and the salads and stuff are really good too. The whole thing was great. It's all fucking good, and it's like very casual. Although it's in the old Connolly Con- space, which makes me sad. But whatever, that's it's fine. true. You know, it, it had to happen. Um, no, but I'm I'm ordering like I got um, ice cream from Antico the other day, Jason. Oh, uh, the, the strawberry! I've, I I still haven't had the ice cream there. It's so fucking good. It's like soft and creamy, like soft serve. So I've been doing that. Ooh, I, nice. I, I feel like I'm honestly gonna get gout before I get Corona. Like I'm not. I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm full on. Just You're losing like, a foot before you lose a lung. Yeah, I'm literally gonna just be like I'm honey hogging it up like pasta every day. Like, it's going to be really bad because, again, I have, like, the last four episodes of my season to shoot, and I'm going to be coming back as a full-blown bear. Are you doing full Are you doing full frontal finally this season? Oh, my God, no, but I did wear a cock sock for, like, an entire week. Wow, please tell us about that. It's it's not great. The first week, I had all my sex scenes, and it was, um, it was like, a journey. It was, like, not – I mean, it's, like – 
they're very, very uncomfortable. Like, and also cock socks are really hard to like get into and then they kind of tighten. They're uncomfortable. And then I had to do a scene in the bathtub where the cock sock just flew up. So I was just like, I was full frontal for that. And like this crew that I barely knew, although we'd like put enough bubbles to obscure my penis, which is so nice. <laughs> so the, so the uh, cock sock is there in place to, to hide your penis when you are naked. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, like my penis was exposed during the bathtub, but like, and I thought for a second, maybe I'll just, maybe we don't need bubbles, but I mean, you guys, we all know what a penis looks like in the bathtub. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's not not, great. It's not great. Like the, (laughs) it's not, it's not a, yeah, you know, your angles and bathtub is not an angle for you. No, I mean, I think penises are truly like the, the bathtub is the great equalizer. They all look the same, which is just kind of sad, shy, not ready to be its full self. hasn't found its voice yet. Mm. It it has its sea legs. Still yeah, searching, exactly. still searching, still searching. Exactly, but I, um, but I, so I made sure there was a lot of bubbles there, and then yeah, I mean, there was just like a, a nice customer to help me put on the cock sock, which was very pleasant. And um, you know, it's uh, you know, bodies are humiliating. They do things that are humiliating. It's it's not that might be the most poetic thing you've ever said. That's so true. It's so true. <laughs> I mean, I really I could not imagine what it would be like to just do a full nude sex scene in a room full of strangers. I mean, it's so incredible. Videotaped. I agree. It's crazy. It's so insane. You guys, it's really it's weird though. You get used to it and then it becomes its own kind of fun thing. You like slug. I feel like it's what yeah. you slut. <laughs> <laughs> there is something kind of cool though about like like I remember like one of the sex scenes I had. I, I had just met the actor like literally twenty minutes earlier, and it was our first scene together. And there was something really kind of thrilling. I mean, also you know, fucking a guy that, that you just met twenty minutes earlier is not unheard of in the gay community. So it's not. <laughs> it's not you know, I was, about, I was about to say when you said I had to do my first scene with this guy, I was like, it sounds like you're talking about pornography. <laughs> yeah. Well, it felt like that sometimes. I mean, this, you know, you guys know from the sex scene in season one, it's sort of the same thing, which is it's very um, graphic. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very real vibes. I don't know. Um, it's so weird to think that that was my life. Like now it feels like four years ago. You know what I mean? Like everything before the virus feels like another lifetime ago. Um, so, was, yeah, no. So that was, uh, yeah, there's a lot for you guys to look forward to in season mm. two. I know you guys are thrilled. <laughs> I love dicks. So I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Wait, Chris, when you, did you post a picture of, uh, Jen, Jen, uh, Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel? Was that them? Oh, dude, that's that is um, oh my god, oh I'm blanking on who, her name, Kira Knightley. It's Kira Knightley and Jamie uh, Dornan. Wait, am I crazy for thinking that looked like JT and just uh, Jessica Biel? No, like, all white people look the same during that era. <laughs> like during I, during during the low rise jeans era, all white people look the same. Oh my god, I literally was like, for the first time, I actually care about <laughs> Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel because I thought they looked chic. Uh, you can find a chic picture of those two from that same era, though. If you, well, they weren't together. I don't, I don't think either of them can be chic. No, they're they're unchicable, in my opinion. Un-sheakable. Like I remember, I went to this um this like gay fundraiser called Glisten, and Jessica Biel and Justin Glisten? Timberlake got in, Glisten. Yeah, it's damn. Uh, that's gay as hell. It's, it's gay as hell. It is. It is. It is gay as hell. Great and, name. And Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. and just. Jessica uh, Beale got an award for I think fundraise something for being an ally. I have no idea, and it was like 
such a who moment. I mean, Jessica Biel, like, what is going she's on? Not, she's literally a manila envelope, like, white paint. I feel like, like neither of them on. are allies of, of gay people. Oh, I disagree. I think Justin Timberlake's had sex with a guy before. Uh, well, I mean, let's not get too dark, but we all we all remember that uh, the Lou Pearlman of it all. It's like, Ooh. you know, they had to do some weird. You know, you know Lou, that that's Lou weird. is Lou is getting well, his. just because I mean, he had sex with the man doesn't mean he enjoyed it. Right, right. Especially Jason. Was- wow, Jason, don't don't keep speaking from experience like that so openly. <laughs> <laughs> You could, re- you could, re- you could try it. I remember okay. seeing though. I remember seeing those like behind the music or those interviews of like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, and then those interviews with Lou Pearlman, and thinking even at like oh. twelve, being like, "Why is this old, creepy, gross oh, man like obsessed with these teenage boys?" Anyway, it was so apparent. It was so so clear. Like it, it was, you're right. It was just so obvious. Like I don't know why. It was a simpler time. We was, didn't know. But also, well, and also, but also, the parents being like, "Oh, he seems nice." Anyways, have fun, honey. Like it's like, uh, mom. <laughs> well, it reminds me, but it reminds me of like it. it, it I, think, I think you grab those people from middle of nowhere, and that's what happens. I know, I know. It's just ugh. anyway, but no, Justin Timberlake is probably an ally. He's probably seen some shit. But Jessica Biel, I don't know. It's like it's, well, it's also. What is Jessica Biel even famous for? Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Which which was incredible, <laughs> classic. But but they haven't done anything else. Like she hasn't been anything else that I could. Well, she's in this show called The Sinner, which apparently is good. Oh yeah, Alex likes that. Is it network or is it like CW? I think it's I think it's like a USA vibes. Okay. Well, you know, do, do networks? You know, this is a good question for a Hollywood professional. Do <laughs> does 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 anything matter anymore? Like, you know, it used to be like you want a network show. Now you want a Netflix show, or is it just like I have a show now and it's on fucking Hulu? I don't give a fuck. Like, does, <laughs> well, does it? So glad you asked, Chris. What a good question. So basically, <laughs> it's 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 interesting because network to me again. Watch what made the bur- made the bridges I burn light the way. Okay, mm. so. Network is still pays a shitload of money. It pays a shitload. It pays the most money. But having a network show is not as chic as it once was because no one really watches network shows anymore. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you have a fucking show on CBS, then you're buying a fucking cute house in Laurel Canyon and you're like living, laughing, and loving towards the bank. Is anyone watching the show? Does anyone care about the show? No. But mm-hmm. your bank account is happy as shit. Whereas, like, if you're going to do a show for, like, let's say, I don't know, Comedy Central or whatever, the the checks are probably not as sexy, but like it's chic, and the right people will watch it. So it's kind of an interesting trade off. I yeah no, I mean that that's I mean, what I kind of figured, but I've watched some network TV in the last week, and I just am blown away with what's on. It's it's so bad. It is. Like, it's crazy. It is actually crazy how bad it is. It, no, like I saw. You know what? Fuck it. I saw this. Um, the first like ten minutes of this show called Carol's Second Act. Dude, dude, dude! Is that the, is that the one where she hears things and then it becomes musicals? Like on the? No, I don't okay, know what okay, that. Okay, okay. I don't know what that is. But no, it's about um, a, a wife who has a second act as an as a doctor. She like becomes a doctor or something like late in life. Chill and hygiene. But like no, but like there's no jokes. Like literally, it's like this. Hi, Carol, and then the la- the laughter from the audience. It's like, like ah! <laughs> and then she's like. Hey Carol, do you have that stethoscope? And they're like, ah! <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, these are like, they're not even trying to do jokes anymore. They're not even trying. They're like, 
They're like, Chunk. Carol, you're 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> and was, like, Chuck, was Chuck Lorre involved? Like, did Chuck Lorre make it? I mean, probably. I mean, I don't know. It's all so fucking weird to me. I'm like, because you watch the shows from the 90s, like Will and Grace and Friends and whatever, whatever. And like, there were actual fucking funny, sharp jokes. And now they're just gone, girl. They're not there. <laughs> that is that. I mean, that shit doesn't. People are just phoning it in. It's well, it, network is for low, low common denominator intelligence levels well it's the radio of tv yeah but, it, but it <laughs> it's no hulu have... i will say but it, oh my god did you guys see pen 15 it's like the best show of the year in my opinion was Love that it. on hulu Love or is that on yeah. netflix hulu but do you do you subscribe do you do you just have everything ryan do you pay for every single streaming service no i have hulu i have amazon and i have netflix i the, the new wave of streaming it's gonna have to be a real like fucking Sophie's choice like i'm not gonna get all of them there's no fucking way do you pay for Netflix or they hook you up, right? Because you're part of the family. I don't have an account. I mean, I use my boyfriend's account. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> but no, the corona affects Netflix. us all. What? The, the corona quarantine affects us all. I know, I know. But no, but they, they gave me a Roku. And Netflix gave me a Roku to set things up. And I still haven't done it yet. They're honestly, I have to say, this is not like, you know me. Because I always tell it like it is, no matter what. Um <laughs> Uh, they are honestly such a dream to work for because they really let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. They really stay out of your way. And that is like, you don't get that anywhere else. Like, I, I, I just think that they're really like, okay, like live your truth. And then they're like, they're involved. Obviously they're not like hands off completely. Like they do give notes, but they always, like, if I push back on a note, they're like, okay, she's LV. Like I, you just, as a creator, you just don't encounter that like truly anywhere. Well, maybe I will move my show to Netflix after all. <laughs> mm. Wait, well, this pod, this pod, this podcast has already been optioned to the TV show. We're just trying to decide where it's going to land. We're still sniffing oh, around, of course, of course. But then, but then the gay disabled person gets voted off. <laughs> they're like, actually, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, can I just be the two straight guys that are figuring things out during quarantine? <laughs> you got to break show. a few eggs to make an omelet, Ryan. You know that. Exactly. Wait, Jason, do you, are you lolling or do you have a show in development? No, no, I was lolling. I do not have a show oh. in development. But, you know, <laughs> Stranger Things Have Happened. That's what it's called. It hasn't been picked up yet. <laughs> I, I love that. Honey, use this quarantine to let the muse come to you. <laughs> Maybe I will. Who knows? Are you guys, are you guys like, like, I, I, let's see, what fun things are, there's Club Coming. Have you guys seen the comedy show Catherine Cohen doing live every Wednesday for Club Coming? It's really funny. I think Nomi Fry was on it, right? Yeah, I was. I was on it right after Nomi. She's amazing. I haven't, but I. I don't. Wa- I've never. I'm going to do something on Instagram Live this week. I think for somebody else, but I've never used it before. Okay, well, it's really fucking funny. Catherine's I'll hysterical. Watch. Do you guys? Do you guys know Meg Stalter? No. Mm-mm. Oh my god! I feel like. Okay, what? We're These straight. are all like fun, we're, we're small alt comedians. We're, yeah, we're like regular. We just watch football and talk about, you know, like beer. <laughs> I know. You guys are like fucking talking about like, I don't know, Chris Delelia or whatever. <laughs> for, first of all, we do not talk about him. Fuck him. <laughs> Love how you, that you called him Delelia as well. He, he, wears he wears Yeezys and Yeezys. thinks that's like cool. Yeah, he's like what's, a sneakerhead. What's his name? It's Chris Deli- De- Delia? Delia? Delia. Delia. Okay. Wow, the most interesting thing about him. Um, <laughs> so knowing how that. to pronounce his name correctly is not a cool thing. I I don't. I want to make that clear. 
Wait, what what stand-up comedy like comic shows have you seen, Chris, that you've liked? Because I know that you ragged on Netflix for not having good ones, but you said None. I've funny. never I've never seen one that's good in my entire life. That's not no, true. Actually, I, we watched Cat Williams and he loved yeah. it. <laughs> that was fire, yeah, but that was old. <laughs> there was one there was one with like a blonde chick, and I obviously I'm biased, but it was pretty funny actually. A recent Wait, one. are um, we talking what? about like Eliza Schlesinger or whatever her name is? I don't know. I, I honestly don't be? remember. I watched I watched 20 minutes of all of them, and they're all kind of bad, and I just keep it moving. Oh, my God. Ali Wong is a really funny one. No, Ali Wong's, not, Ali Wong's not funny. Sorry. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Like, not even a little bit, dude. Like, Wait, even, Chris. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Your law meter is broken. I won't even smile at an Ali Wong joke. Oh my god! I think she's Jason agrees. Jason's keeping. Jason, tell him. Tell him why you're mad. I'm. I will stay out of this convo and let you. Um. You know, Chris doesn't like an immigrant's tale or journey Shut as up. much as That's we do. Not oh my god! I love how you guys are just trying to get each other canceled. He, does, he doesn't. Um. He doesn't appreciate the peril that some people have gone through and the humor that can rise from it. Wait, I don't, Jason. I don't, appreciate, I don't appreciate Ali Wong doing a black scent all the time and thinking that's <laughs> no, acceptable. No, that you're thinking but, Aquafina. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Aquafina is really not funny. I Ali will Wong agree is with not that. Funny either, not funny either, but better. Ryan, where oh do you stand God. on Aquafina? You guys are just like doing fire takes right now. Like these are like <laughs> these are like scalding hot takes. I'm like I'm like getting burned listening to this. I think I think disliking Aquafina is is pretty normal. I don't think it's that scathing hot. Really, no. I feel I feel just kind of, I feel like everyone loves Aquafina. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen her show. I thought she was really funny in Ocean's Eight. So like that's I didn't even, I I didn't even think she I didn't even think she was good in that movie she was in. And that movie was amazing, but she wasn't even good in it. I didn't see the farewell. I thought she was good oh in God. that, and I thought she was. She was she, I liked her in. Um, well, what is it? Uh, I can't think of the name. Um, Dear. But I, do your guys' taste always align, or do you guys always differ? Like, what is one thing that you guys agree on, and what is one thing you guys disagree we on? We differ a lot, I would say. Do we? Yeah, we do. I mean, Jason likes bad stuff, and I like good stuff, so it just depends. Well, like, I mean, EDM is one is one uh, dividing all, line that we share. All intelli- EDM and IDM, we both don't understand. I, I don't understand, like, house music, and I don't, it's not that I don't like it, but that's something that Jason can specialize in, and I will stay out of. Chris Chris I likes mean, music for, like, boring, straight white guys, and I like uh, music for fun Jason, I disagree completely. Uh, Chris is a shoegaze head like myself. So yeah, I Ryan, I, Ryan and I actually have great taste in music, and Jason likes, like, bro, like, fist pump date rape tunes so i I, I, I listen to as much slow dive as you fucking queens do okay i I do (laughs) all of that shit of course jason jason no jason has pretty far-reaching taste as a as a dj you know i and and music supervisor for film and television um you know (laughs) how could he really it's part of his job I mean, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't listen to as much Spaceman Three as Chris does on a daily basis, but I've, I've done a lot of drugs to a lot of that music for sure. No, Jason, we, we have. It's not that. It's not that dissimilar, no, not. but I think we, we, we divide at certain places, but we appreciate. You know what I mean? I, I don't comedy particularly. I just have a bone to pick, but Jason probably has better. I feel like he has a better grasp on it than I do. I know, but Chris, you are such a lawler that it's interesting. I feel like you reject most comedy, like most laws. 
because I don't, when people are standing on a stage trying to make me laugh, I find it not as funny as something natural happening. Like, I mean, I would, I, would, I would never, I would never do that. Like when people, people say to me sometimes like, you should do stand up. And I'm like, that's really hurtful. Like, why would you say that to me? Like, you know, I could talk, I could talk to you, Ryan. I could talk to you for 20 minutes or Jason for 20 minutes and laugh harder than watching a stand up special. That's just how it is in my opinion. Yeah, I also, I just, I hate it. It's so put on. Like, I even when I did um, Catherine Cohen's um, Club Coming thing with, with Nomi, like, uh, I they were like, the producer was like, oh, do you want to do, like, can you do, like, a minute and a half of, of something, like a bit or whatever? And I'm like, I don't do that. And I had to, like, yeah, tell, yeah. I did, like tell Catherine, I'm like, I don't want to just sit here on this, like, you know, I, I'm more, it has to be a conversational. Otherwise, it feels weird to me. I don't know. I just don't find it. I don't know. I it's it's a it's a bone I have to pick. But I mean, I will laugh at jokes. But you know, maybe <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's the format. Chris, Chris what appreciates guys- urban comedy more than anything. Yeah, urban, urban comedy. comedy. Urban comedy is definitely better. Really? Mm, like agree. what? Yeah. Basically, any black stuff is funnier. Always. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys? What do you guys? <laughs> what is? What is <laughs> wait? What are you guys gonna do when this is all over? Like, what is your like? What is your like number one? I can't fucking wait to do this. Like, take me there. I want to go there. I'm gonna be at the front door of Equinox at 5 a.m. listening to John Mara my AirPods, ready to get a fucking pump on. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be doing. Wait, wait, Chris, have you fucking read Jessica Simpson's memoir? No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Oh my god! It is literally. A page it is fucking fire. It's the best book I've read in years. I know it's 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 apparently amazing. I've read, but I feel like I've read the excerpts, and it's like, am I really missing that much? If you, I just... honey, honey, you are like <laughs> really. She she comes for John Mayer in such a perfect way. Like she fucking eviscerates him, and it is perfect. I mean, it's like everything that you kind of, again, it's like the Vanessa Hudgens video. It's like everything that you have felt in your soul about John Mayer to be true without actually knowing. But Chris, Chris is a big John Mayer stand, so I don't Yeah, the only, the only that. stuff I feel in my soul about John Mayer is talent and great looks. I don't see much. <laughs> I don't really see much else. No, I mean, he's, I think he is, um, I appreciate what he's been able to do with his life and career and public persona. But Jessica Simpson was the lowest of the low for him as far as public behavior. Uh-uh. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Okay. So he is a true sociopath. Like, he really is psycho. Like, and we, I've, you know, we've all heard he stories. He goes psycho on a Stratocaster, if you ask me. Hell yeah, boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's like, what's a Stratocaster? I don't know what that is. I know. I'm like, honey, what is that? That's a is type that of guitar. A type of guitar. Oh, that's a guitar. Yeah, no, he's he's musically talented. I will give you that. And he makes great, like, dentist music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Bill Cosby was a good comedian, not. too. If do I'm not. ever getting if I'm ever getting a cavity filled, honey, I want to hear, you know, room, like, Room for Squares or whatever the fuck that's called. Like, you know, I want to hear Bigger Than Your Body. I want to hear, I want to hear that. I was like, I'm getting drilled in. But... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. As a person, I think he's kind of hot garbage. Who's, who's worse, John Mayer or Ryan Adams? Two of Chris's favorite. Oh God, that is, that is such a good question because I've always had a soft spot for Mandy Moore. Um, I've had a hard spot. Get, get, oh, (laughs) I I made, I made the, I made the disturbing (laughs) choice to listen to her Mark Maron interview. Um, No, 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 no. 
Uh, listening to Mark Marin is a crime. If you listen to Mark Marin and you listen to this podcast, we need to talk. Uh-oh. No, I, but here's something. I don't listen to it, but I was I was getting really desperate for content. And I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Have we, have we told you guys that I'm like weirdly obsessed with Dak Shepard, which is so like weird and like unexpected that for me? very unexpected. It is so unexpected. And I, I don't know how to like be cured. I, I need help. Chris, I'm, I'm Chris listens here. to his podcast as well, actually. I listened to one episode about getting ripped, and that was it. Okay, some of the episodes. Here's the thing: I love a good interviewer, and this is why I'm obsessed with like Howard Stern, as I'm obsessed with people that can get other people to say anything. And because Dak Shepard is a celebrity, quote unquote, <laughs> other other celebrities feel safe with him. It's true, and I feel like he's able to get them to reveal things they ordinarily wouldn't. You know what I, mean? no, I agree, Ryan. I, I've listened to a few episodes of his podcast, and I was I was sort of blown away by how good he is at interviewing people. He really is, and I think and he I, also, I didn't like, want to admit it, but I was like, "Shit, he's like he he if you if you know and appreciate an interview, he was he was doing some impressive shit." He does some really good shit. The Gwyneth Paltrow interview is incredible. Okay, I'll that. listen now. Now I'll listen to that. <laughs> Chris now, is back. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. Well, Gwyneth comes across very well. I mean, I mean, look, you know how I love her no matter what. So, wait, did you see uh, Goop Lab? Yes, like three of them. Uh, I don't think that needed to exist. You know what I mean? But I she looked hot. You know, so she cool. looked amazing. She looked bored, like through most of it. She looked like she was like very kind of like not there, like kind of outer spacey. I actually almost got like some medicated vibes. From that's that. the I think that's the potions and powders she's having. I think you know the, I mean? the vibe that I got from it was in her mind. It was like I'm gonna get this money, and then my staff is gonna do all this stuff, and then the the people, I, I and then Netflix was like, we want more Gwyneth, and then she sort of had to be in it against her wishes. I feel like she. I, I disagree. I think she did. I, well, I think that's true, but I think she did it for the staff. I think she was like, I can do this, and I, my staff can get broke off big checks for being on this, and I don't have to pay them, and then everybody's happy. But imagine being like the poor, the poor gay assistant of Gwyneth Paltrow that's like has to do ayahuasca on television. <laughs> like no, like no one signs up for that. You know what I mean? Like you don't have I, to do ayahuasca, but you kind of, you know, like you know, if you want to, it'd be better about it. if you did. It'd be better if you did. <laughs> yeah, like I like it's kind of sad, and then like I love her like chief content officer. Like that girl. What's oh her God, name? she she's was so annoying. The one with the dark, short, dark. Yes, hair. yes. No, she's oh a nightmare. My God, yeah. But it's like I actually like interviewed her for a podcast one time, and she was a very intelligent, nice person. But go ahead. No, she seems like it, but like it's like I'm obsessed with the power dynamic, which is that Gwyneth has all the power, mm-hmm. and yeah. these, these people are truly like her servants, and they like do her bidding. I love that Gwyneth never like gets involved in anything, like any of the tests. No, uh, oh, but I also love that she's always fasting, like always. Oh, and and my favorite thing too is when they did this like push up contest. Do you remember that episode? I don't know if I, I saw that one. Okay, so this was in the episode where. Ah, oh, fuck. I think it was, like, in the ice-cold, like, when they go... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wim Hof, yes, yes, yes. Yes, okay, so then, like... So, basically, they, like, did these breathing exercises, and then, like, Wim Hof was like, okay, now do push-ups. Like, you're going to be able to do more than you could ever do before. And Gwent was like, oh, I don't think so. I haven't eaten in three days. And then, <laughs> like, and, and then like, oh, I guess I shall. And then her chief content officer was, like, having to do it with her. And you could just 
feel when they both did it that the chief content officer knew that she had to lose. Like, you know what I mean? like even, <laughs> even, even if she could do more push-ups than Gwyneth, she knew that mm. that was not the look. So she had to go down before Gwyneth. It, it was, Smarter, it was, honestly, a, it was yeah. an understanding that did not yeah. have to be mentioned. And then sure enough, Gwyneth like did five more push-ups than her and was like, Oh my god, that's so crazy that I was able to do that considering I really haven't eaten in three days. No, anyways. It, it sounds like we're describing more of a dictatorship than anything. Yeah, but I'm here for it. I mean, if there was a dictator, it might as well be Gwyneth. You know what I mean? She's the only leader I respect in these difficult times. I turn to her. I turn to her to lead us. Right, but Ryan, just, what did you think about seeing so much high-definition vagina on, on the episode about vaginas? Hold that on, was before, you, before you answer that, are you a gold star, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, hold, hold on to your butts. This is news that will shock literally no one in the nation. Yeah, of course. I've never, uh, never, ever, ever. I don't know what you're into, bro. I don't, you know, like. Uh, no, I was, honey, I was fucking boys at age 17. Like, she, Oh, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I was having my fucking, yeah, my little romances and like, you know, blowing the, the neighborhood hippie. Um <laughs> No. Uh, <laughs> so basically, uh, that was uh, <laughs> no. My 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 best friend in high school and I shared a boyfriend for a whole summer. Damn, you're a polygamist too. Damn, you're ahead of the, you're ahead, bro. You're on the, you're on some different shit. <laughs> no, it was it was literally the summer between senior year and college, which is notoriously a very weird summer because you're done with your life, but you're not in your new life yet. So you have three mm, months. It's like feeling very ants in your pants. And this boy in my high school broke up with his girlfriend of like four years and everyone wanted to fuck him because he was so cute. And my best girlfriend and I were both like, I'm going to get him. She's like, no, I'm going to get him. And it was like, it was like this idea, like it was 2005 and it was like, I don't know how to explain because he wasn't gay and he wasn't even bi, but it was like, I just kind of knew that like it was possible. Like I could feel it in my bones slash boner. And then uh, and we both kind of got him around the same time and we were neighbors. And so he would go to her house and then they'd hook up and then he'd go to my house and we'd hook up. And it was like that for three months. It was great. This has, wow, this has a, a Joe exotic energy to it. I was, we were it, both was able to, to get him hooked on methamphetamines and sort yeah, of have yeah. our way with well, him actually, over the course actually, of the I summer. Really do feel, I do feel bad because that summer we were on so many somas, like muscle relaxers. <laughs> So everyone was just like popping somas and like hooking up and having like weird languid. Like, by the way, hooking up <laughs> on relaxers is not recommended. It's so slow. <laughs> that doesn't sound cool, but I mean, you're young. You don't know any better. Totally. You're like, sure. Like, it should take an hour for me to lift my arm. Like, that's fine. <laughs> um, no, but okay. So anyway, no. So the, the vaginas. Yes. Okay. I was not expecting that. That was, um, that was a new thing. Me, but obviously not a new thing for you guys was it was it have you guys ever been that deep like or did you see well, things that we've 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 all seen vaginas obviously but i i think the the most jarring part of that was just like a high definition flat screen 4k close-up of of a vagina for you know multiple minutes at a time on netflix i think that was yeah, the, first, even- the first time anyone's ever really seen that I don't even need to see. I don't want to see the newscaster in 4K, much less a 70 year old vagina. Like that's it's it's, it's fucking crazy. Well, like, you know, like a, the- like a five year old can pick up the remote and play that episode, and they're essentially watching you know pornography. Yes, but well, it, you know very I, well lit. 
I, I would, you know, I've always known that vaginas are more complicated than penises because, like, literally anything is more complicated than a penis. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would seeing it high definition and really getting that inside look. It, there's so much going on. I mean, like, so much going on. Uh, yeah, it's it's like than, opening up a like a, a piece of electronics and just all the yeah. wires and cables and everything. I would never, ever, ever be able to master master that. Um, whereas a penis is very much like, you, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's it's just like there's not much to it. You know your way around it. It's, you know what I mean? Whereas a vagina, I feel like you could, it's like my pantry. You could discover a pantry. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you could see something that was there all along, but you never saw it, you know? And you're sure. like, what, yes. is what is this new door? You know? Ryan. On that note, we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> we've already exactly. we've already call callback joke. But Ryan, exactly, exactly. Ryan, exactly. we can Thanks. also do this once a week with you if you are okay with that, because clearly we can just go on forever with you. Honey, I'm literally always fucking available. <laughs> <laughs> we love we love to hear that booked and busy also means always available mm-hmm. in, in, in this in this time. <laughs> Just trying, just trying to get those slots filled. Just trying to get those slots filled. Let's fill those Ryan, slots. Ryan, we're all trying to fill some slots. You know what I mean? Uh, um, yeah, of course, of course. Thank you, Ryan. Of course. Can you tell the people where to find you um, on the internet, on Netflix, maybe Flex? Oh uh, yeah, you can you can watch my show special on Netflix, um, and then you can also find me on Twitter, where I'm actually engaging with the medium again. I was really anti Twitter for a while, and uh, this pandemic has been really humbling. I've really come back. to <laughs> With my tail between my fucking legs. Welcome um, back. Welcome back. Yeah, totally. Uh, Ryan Ocon, and then on Instagram, Ryan Ocon, where I do, uh, where I do nothing besides, uh, <laughs> but where I do ask me anything. That's what I do. It's that. Mm. They're good. Yours are funny though, so I accept it. Are you um, sure? Okay, good, good. no, Chris. I honestly, t- like, I actually was going to text you because I was like, Chris will always give it to me straight, and no, like, I like them. I like. I, them. I, I really find talking to the camera on Instagram. It's like you can't come across you will always come across unhinged even people that are like like stable and smart and funny and get it there's always a little dose of crazy so i feel very self-conscious like coming from as a little psycho you know no, no it's i mean i think that the psycho is like you said it's baked in but i appreciate it okay okay good it's part of the deal okay um, good good it means a lot you to can, me. you you know where you can find me uh <laughs> you know you know what i'm saying at dungeon death <laughs> Add projects on Instagram. Um, Jason, where can they find you, Ken? Follow me at them jeans on on Twitter and Instagram, please. I'm not doing AMAs, but maybe I will. Who knows? This, this is just the beginning, guys. Thank yeah, you. honey, this is gonna be a long trip. This is gonna be a long journey. We're gonna be a long, yeah. long journey. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you so much, Ryan. All right, bye, guys. Smooth. Bye. bye.